to Nevertheless, She Persisted, a podcast with Sadie Sutton. And we're going to talk a little bit about what her experience was like it, when I was at home so I can get a better understanding and listeners can get a better understanding of what it's like for the people surrounded by someone who is going through mental health struggles. So how old were you when this was happening? Because now I'm not looking at home, but how old were you when this was happening? When you were in eighth grade? Yeah. I was in... Or ninth grade, like, both. Fifth grade. So that would make me... No, you weren't in fifth grade? No, you weren't That would make me 11 or 12. Okay. What was your impression of what was going on at home for me? Without your knowledge now? Without my knowledge now. Um, what were you observing? What did you think was going on? How did it impact you? Well, I don't really have, like, a good memory from back then. She seemed very distant. And I didn't really know what was going on. I mean, we share a bathroom, so... Right. <laughs> no, like, that has a lot to it. Like, actually, like, all my memories, like, just come from that bathroom. Um, we have a Jack and Jill bathroom with both our bedrooms on so side from our So, you were kind of close to each other. Like, not literally, like, emotionally, but, like, literally. Physically. Yeah, physically. Um, so, she was very quiet. And I feel like she was very to herself. So a lot of times I didn't really know what was happening. Like, and I was kind of surprised when I look back. I didn't care. Like, I didn't ask any questions. <laughs> but um, there was one time where <laughs> um, when mom told me, she's like, Sadie's very sick. Oh, and She said that? Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, cancer? <laughs> and mom goes, no, mentally. And I was like, okay, because I had already known that you'd been to the hospital a couple times and your mental well-being wasn't the best, but I wasn't exactly sure the diagnosis. Anyway, so we were in the car, right? And I was about to go to swimming and I had to swim meet. I was very nervous for him. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I got to swim for Sadie because she's sick. And (laughs) it's just one of my memories from that time. But yeah, I remember not like... I didn't know who she was. Um, she could have been, like, a neighbor. And, like, if you don't know, we don't know our neighbors. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't really talk. When you... We li- we just literally didn't talk. The only interactions we'd have would be, like, over the Alexa and arguing. <laughs> That's why all of my memories sprout from the bathroom. But, yeah, so my memories are very limited. But I do remember her being very absent and not present. And when I like saw her at school, I like got like this really like. So if, again, I'll make a digital version of this. You can fill it out while you're listening or after the episode. But thinking about a spectrum with the left side being reasonable mind and the right side being emotion mind. Are you truly in the middle path, completely balancing both in touch with your wise mind? Or are you more on one side? Same thing for doing mind and being mind, desire for change and radical acceptance, self-denial and self-indulgence. So after you've kind of rated yourself on these scales, you're going to pick one dilemma you're experiencing in the present moment. 
you're going to describe very, very specifically what you're doing that's too much and what you're doing too little. So what's pushing you to the left or to the right? Are you internalizing your emotions and you're doing too little of validating other people? That was the example I used. So think about what you're doing too much of and what it's causing you to take away from. You're going to check the facts, going to make sure that your list of activities is accurate. You don't want to let your emotions impact it too much. You don't want this to be skewed. You want this to be very objective. And check in with your values. Be sure that it's not judgmental and that it's things that you believe in and are working towards. If you need to, rewrite your dilemma, rewrite your descriptions, and make sure they're non-judgmental. So next, you're going to decide what you can do to try and get closer to that middle path and that balance. So going back to the internalizing emotions detail, for example, maybe you're going to do less of pushing away your emotions and do more of communicating and validating others. So after you've done this, you've thought about this, and you've attempted to try these new skills and these new solutions like accepting your emotions and validating, you're going to rate on how affected it was from one to five. So yeah, to review this week, we talked about loving kindness, the how skills, non-judgmentally, effectively, and one mindfully. We talked about middle path and the difference between being and doing mind and how you can merge those two to achieve your wise mind. So I hope you enjoyed the second mindfulness episode in our DBT education series. Be sure to tune in next week to learn more about the interpersonal effectiveness module. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'm happy to answer any questions you have about the skills, anything that you think, any questions you have about the skills, any suggestions, feedback, just let me know. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this week's episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family. To stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content, follow the Nevertheless She Persisted Instagram at Nevertheless Podcast with SS, the Twitter account at She Persisted underscore SS, the Facebook at Nevertheless She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton, and check out my blog, Nevertheless She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton dot photo dot blog. And don't worry, all of these are linked in today's episode notes. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next Friday. Thanks for listening. Yes, nevertheless, she persisted. So the final thing, letting go of willfulness. And we're going to come back to willfulness, willfulness a lot more in the emotional regulation section. But willfulness was something that I really did have to overcome, whether it was willfulness towards being emotionally vulnerable with my parents or willfulness towards different school programs or essentially anything that you don't want to do you want to avoid that willfulness as much as possible and I know that's super difficult it's extremely challenging it's just something to keep in mind that you want to try and decrease as much as possible and we'll talk about how you can do that and how you can use your db skills to get there so now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into non-judgmentalness and give some ideas of how you can practice practice this now that we've covered the a quick summary of the neo skills so one idea to practice non-judgmentally is to practice observing judgmental thoughts and statements and say in your mind, a judgmental thought rose in my mind. Maybe you're sitting, you're focusing on your breathing. I know I've brought up that example a lot. You have the thought, it's so bad that I can't just focus on my breathing. I keep getting distracted. So you would respond to that by saying in your mind, a judgmental thought just arose in my head because that's completely 
impartial, it's non-judgmental, and it's a third-party observation. Another way that you can practice non-judgmentally is by just describing the facts, the consequences, and your own feelings. You can't be wrong about any of those. The facts are just the facts, your observations, and your senses. The consequences are purely based on the facts, and your feelings that arise in any given interaction. And the important thing to remember about this is that emotions aren't judgment. You can feel sad or angry, and it's those are not judgments. That's completely subjective in how you are feeling, and it's valid. And in this situation, it's not considered a judgment. You can also pay attention to your body language, your voice tones that occur when you have a judgmental fact or you make a judgment. And this is one last activity you can try that is pretty difficult, but it's also, I find to be very helpful. So you're gonna imagine per- a person that you're feeling a lot of anger towards. You're gonna bring to mind what that person has done. Over, And I'm trying to spend time with them getting ready that you're asking me to make these more, more of these um, schedule alterations yeah. to make things easier for you. So I was wondering if you would be willing to call over and ask if they can move up the reservation. I would really appreciate this. Um, the reward maybe, what do you think I could do as a reward, Ruby? Um, as a reward, maybe I would say, hey, in the future, like maybe if there was an event that you were planning, I could help you with it. Or... Yeah, or next time you have to call and make a reservation, I'm happy to call for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you will call this one time while people are over. Um, and I understand that, of course, it's not your dinner and that you probably don't want to call. Like That makes sense to me. And I would really appreciate this, given the setting and the fact that it is my birthday. Mm-hmm. And maybe negotiating... I don't really know what you would negotiate because that's like a pretty simple thing. Yeah. But yeah, that is definitely how I could have handled that more skillfully and more effectively. Mm-hmm. Any more questions about the deer man skill and getting your objective? Um, not that I can think of. Thank you. Okay. So just to clarify, you're using the deer man skill when last week how we prioritized our different, um, either the objective, the mm-hmm. relationship, or your self-respect. So when you yeah. are putting the objective at number one, meaning you want a specific result, you want someone to do something for you, you want someone to stop something, or they want you want someone to accept something, that's when you would use the deer man skill, not when you're trying to prioritize your self-respect or the relationship. We'll get into those skills in the next few episodes. But for when you want your objective, first and foremost, that is when you would use this skill. So just wanted to clarify that. And to practice this, you can do exactly what we walked through twice in this episode, which is outlining how you did each of the steps. And I do find it extremely helpful to write down your describe, express, assert, reinforce, stay mindful, um, appear confident, and negotiate, like out on paper before you ask someone. That's huge. And also letting it someone like run by someone and just check it to see if it seems reasonable and that you're making an ask that makes sense. Um, So yeah, just to review one more time, describe, express, assert, reinforce, stay mindful, appear confident, and negotiate is the dear man skill for when you're trying to get um, an objective from another person. So yeah, I hope this week's episode of Interpersonal Effectiveness was helpful. Next episode is going to be the give and think skills. So I hope you enjoy those and stay tuned. Everyone stay healthy, stay safe, hopefully stay socially distanced. Um, And again, please let me know what you want to see on the podcast. You can send an email to the email that I say at the end of the podcast, reach out via social media, however you want to. I would really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for coming on, Ruby. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. 
enjoyed this week's episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family. To stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content, follow the Nevertheless, She Persisted Instagram at Nevertheless Podcast with SS, the Twitter account at She Persisted underscore SS, the Facebook at Nevertheless, She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton, and check out my blog, Nevertheless, She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton photo blog. And don't worry, all of these are linked in today's episode notes. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next Friday. Thanks for listening. P.S. Nevertheless, she persisted.